0: Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shechevar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shechevar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafiyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also... Enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren And may they only share in semachot for the entire family Amen Today's daf has been dedicated by Ali Nishmat Acham Baruch Raphael ben Miriam and Avraham ben Esther Today's daf has been dedicated by Dr. Isaac Meddab and his wife Lily In memory of Moshe ben Nachel Ruach Hashem tanichenu beGan Eden Amen Amen We begin today's Dafan on Amud Bet and we start four lines from the bottom. Ravah hava shateh hamrah kuleh ma'aleh yoma Pesach. used to drink wine throughout the day of Erev Pesach, Ki echi denigrere In order to cause him to have an appetite, in order that he should eat more matzah with an appetite in the evening. So it comes again and says, How do you know that wine is an appetizer? Meaning it opens up a person's appetite. Because we learned in the Mishnah. Between the first and second kosot on the seder night, <coughs> if he wants to drink optional kosot in between, he may. But between the third and fourth cup, meaning between the kos of berkat amazon and the kos of hallel, he should not drink extra cups. The Gemara says. And if you're telling me That wine satiates a person And fills them up How do we allow him to drink Extra cups between one and two By the time he gets to eat the matzah He's going to eat it on a full stomach He's not going to be your And It must be That the wine actually opens up The appetite of a person So therefore between one and two because before he ate the matzah, let him drink some extra cups of wine. It'll all give him a um, bigger appetite. Also, the question is, uh, why can't he drink between three and four? Well, the simple explanation is because he ate the matzah already after three and four. Three is already the course of Birkatamazon. So there's no purpose, there is no purpose for him to drink some more. And the Rajbam will explain that drinking then would look like he's adding on the kosot. Because if he drinks between one and two, you can explain it, uh, he's opening up his appetite. But once you drink between three and four, what's the purpose of drinking? He must be he wants to have more than four kosot. And that already is not proper. Look at the Rajbam. kosot So between one and two and two and three, you can have extra kosot. the hamla migral Right, and the reason is because since the wine Opens up the appetite So he let him drink more <laughs> The third cup of the Katamazon Since we're not concerned anymore about Opening up his appetite Why? Because he made the Katamazon already He's not eating anything else We don't allow it Why? Because now it looks like he's airing on the kosot We have Yerushalmi that says <speaking in Hebrew> Givara gives another reason why they don't want him to drink any more cups between 3 and 4 Because he's going to get drunk If he gets drunk he's not going to be able to say the halal in the proper way Because he's still got the halal coming up <speaking in Hebrew> So what are you talking about? By the third cup, he's drunk already. Didn't he drink uh, a lot during the meal? The wine that he's drinking during the meal, since he's eating it with food, it doesn't have the ability to intoxicate, make the guy drunk. But the wine that you drink after the meal, we're drinking it alone, that has the ability to intoxicate. So therefore, the Gemara says in Yerushalayim, three and four is an anyan of drunk the Rehbam is learning the problem of three and four is it's in the air to Mosif ala Kosot so therefore you can't drink those Also, why they allow one and two one and two you can explain it I'm not Mosif the guy wants to open up his appetite so you see what that indeed the wine is Migrar Garir the wine indeed does open up the appetite Taptosfot Yenaiyya mark Mis'ad Sa'id V'haddam me pereket said me barkhine Dehamla Sa'id if you remember we learned Wine has two properties It's gam sa'id It satiates It makes people happy uh, So you see what? It's not an appetizer It does uh, fill up a person Which means, If you drink a lot It garir Which means a little It satiates So that's the uh, irony of wine When you drink a small measure of it It fills you up when you drink a larger measure of it, it gives you a appetite. So that is the deen of the wine. <laughs> Comes the Gemara and continues. Daf Hava Kol Pesach. actually would sit in a fast the whole erev Pesach. Now, why would he do that? So Tosfot says, It doesn't mean he actually fasted. (laughs) He was just careful of what he ate. And some say, no, he actually accepted upon himself a fast. So he should be careful uh, not to eat. And the Gemara will tell us why in a minute. Then Tosfot says, Tosfot mentions the minhag of the firstborns Fasting on Erev Pesach The Ketani Masichet Sofrim She'en mitranim ben Ela bechorot by Pesach Masichet says that During the month of Nisan we don't fast Except the firstborns on Erev Pesach So Tosfot threw that in over here Since we're mentioning that Rav Sheshad fasted on Erev Pesach So Tosfot mentions this uh, minhag of the firstborns as well in any event, why would Tafshishat face on Ereph Pesach? So the Gibraltar says, Neema kasavar Tafshishat samukh l'mencha gedolatinan, umishum pishahu. We have to analyze. Must be that Tafshishat subscribes to the opinion that says that when we say you shouldn't eat on Ereph Pesach m'mencha ul ma'ala, it's really mincha gedolah. It's 12 o'clock, samukh l'mencha. And which is, what's the concern? The concern is that you might get drawn in your meal, and you might neglect the bringing of the Quran Pesach. Dilma mimshakh, vatele min Now, if he holds that, why then would he fast the whole day? Technically he could eat until 12 o'clock. So the Gebarah says, oh, there's one more variable. And he also holds, ki amar amar Rabbi al-hazar. Ben Betera holds that if a person brought the Kurban Pesach from the morning of ere Pesach, which means normally we say you can't bring the Kurban Pesach until after the Shul Ben Arbaim. Tamit Ben Arbaim was brought in the afternoon. However, it's which we not say was brought in the seven and a half and then the eight and a half hour was brought, so after the eight and a half hour you would bring korban Pesach. However, he's saying over here that really technically if you brought the korban Pesach from the morning you were say, That's not the khatahira. But since that is the time that korban Pesach can be brought, so the Gibbras says Zman Peshahu and therefore from the morning is already the time of korban Pesach. And therefore Rav Shesha would fast the entire day because since the entire day is Shayakh the Pesah, so he didn't want to eat it all because any time you're going to get drawn into your meal, you can neglect the Pesah which is viable at that moment. Now, how does Ben Betera learn the Pasuk Ben And The Pasuk clearly says you bring the Quran Pasuk Ben Arbaim, which we understand, in the afternoon. So the says, sabar ben ben which means "ben between the evenings," which means between last night, the end of last night, which is alotah the till tonight. That's his sunset. So therefore, you see "ben between the nights," meaning you have the whole day in between to bring the Qurban Pesach between the night before and the night of Pesach. Which is the 15th. So it comes to Gemara. Oh, so the I want to say, that's the logic why he fasted the whole day. He fasted the whole day because it's a Quran Pesach item. Now what's the Quran Pesach item? It's concerned that he might get drawn into the Quran, meaning into the Sauda. We're not coming in the Quran. And what's the Anyan? Because he holds like Bittas, the Quran can be brought the entire day. Now you're going to ask, what do you mean? If Shashat didn't live in the times of the Bettah Magdash, if Shashat was after the Bettah Magdash, was no Quran Pesach, so the Rashbam explains, and we'll see it inside. That No, since that was the original Takana, that they made a Takana that you don't eat on, and a Pesach, even after the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, that original Takana stayed intact. So therefore, must be that's his concern. Ama Amre, says, No, that was not Rav Shishat's issue. Shani Rav Sheshat, was an Estenis. Isteris meaning he was uh, sensitive or delicate. If he would eat even in the morning, since his stomach was very sensitive, uh, he would be full and he would not be able to eat in the evening. It has nothing to do with uh, this was an ñan of eating the matzah. Eating the matzah, he could have stopped from uh, if the, the Mozar was the issue. The Kabbalah says, you're right, that's a regular guy. But the Avshashat, he was Estenis, and therefore, he knew his uh, metabolism. And therefore, if he would eat <coughs> even something in the morning, already by night, he would still be full. And therefore, he would fast the entire day. Let's read the Rajbam's inside. Nema. Kasabar Avshashat, Samukhleman Chagadolatina, Mushu Pesach. The Kasabar, he was in Pesach, because of the Amar, כון ליוםא אזמן last night finished when is that until the subsequent night so you can bring the קרב Pesach in that time in between and even though there was no Pesach in his time, since it became Asur, it remains Isur. The <laughs> time, midi be Safra lo Urta. Tosafot. Neema the 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 even though this whole deen of bringing the Pesach early is only a Deen of Bidi Avad, but al Pesach, Kayam, advar Shahot. Which means the Torah clearly says you cannot store the Pesach when there's still a time that you can have hametz Until the sixth hour you can have hametz. So it has to be only uh, b'diavad. You can't see the kantahilay uh, coming from the at the time where hametz says permissible. They lost the taned the panik. We haven't found the taned that argues on that uh, principle. Kol malkom kasher So that's how far afshachat went. Since this shita that says b'diavad the korban can be brought, so already he wouldn't eat from the morning. That was the Hava Amina. The was kana is that wasn't his concern. Comes the Gemara and continues. Now the Gemara discusses the law of Haseba. Haseba is the law of leaning on the night of Pesach. (coughs) Itmar, we have a statement: Masa Sarich Haseba. When one eats the Matzah on Leil Pesach, he needs to eat it when he is reclining. Rashi says. Rajbam So right away Rajbam tells us We're talking about leaning on the left We'll see exactly why in the Gemara that is so Since the matzah reminds us of how we left Misraim So that's the Indian of Redemption So therefore we're supposed to eat it In a way of hirut, in a way of freedom How do free people eat? They lean. That was the way the uh, Hashuv, the rich people, we did in the olden days. Now, Maror, in Sariqa Seba, obviously the Maror, which is zechel Avdut, which is commemorative, commemorative of the slavery, there's no anyan to make a Seba. So it's, it's contradictory. To make a Seba, which is a Hanut item, on something that's commemorating Avdut. Ya'in, or what about the Four Itmar so Meshemed Rav Nachman Sareika Seba. So some learn from Rav Nahman, needs a Seba. The Itmar Meshemed Rav Nahman It Sareika Seba. And some learn from Rav Nahman Why does not need a Seba? VeLa Pelige. And there's no argument. Ha Betertechasek eh, Ha Betertechaseh Betrae. One statement of Rav Nachman is talking about the first two cups, and one statement is talking about the second two cups. Now Amri La Le'Agisa. The Amri La Le'Agisa. But we don't know exactly which two cups need and which two cups don't. So we have some rabbis that learn it on the first two cups that need, and the second no. And some say the first two cups no, and the second two cups yes. So we have a mahloket in which two cups need hasimah. Now the Gemara gives the logic of both shitot. Amri lalagisa. The logic that says it's going on one side, meaning the first two cups need... The first two cups need leaning. Why? Because that's where we're starting the Agada, and that's where we're starting the concept of talking about our liberation from Islam. So the first two cups you have to do it. The second two cups you don't need a seba. What was, was. Which means already. After the first two cups already You're free Now already after the third cup of Bikata Mazon, We read the agada already That's what was was So now already we're free already So you don't have to start leaning The beginning of agada we're talking about our freedom Oh that's a niyana of After the course of Mazon, It's done already You read it It's history already So therefore you don't have to And some say the other way some say, no. The second two korso—that's when you need to say why. the That's when we were totally free according to the order of the Agada. kasekame da mayinu Which means we start off the Agada abadi mayinu faro So therefore, the beginning of the Agada is actually commemorating the slavery. So therefore, when is the freedom conclusive? After you finish the Agada, now you're free. Oh, so that's three and four. So comes the Gemara and says, "Hashtad itmar achev, itmar achev." Well, now that we have, uh, it says this and it says that. Idi ve idi ba'aseba. So you have to lean on all four. Now let's read the Rashbam first. Da'y shatam mishta'i bechalut u'begovula shomer hakada. First wide line in the Rashbam. Hash tashavain amine darba kusod sari chaseba baro entsari chaseba. Okay. That's the bottom line of the Gemara. Now, the question is, why does the Gemara conclude that all four cups need a seba? The Khawra, the drinking of the four kosot, is only midrabanan. Here we have a safik, the rabanan. We don't know which two cups needs a Is it the first two cups or the last two cups? So normally we would say, sefik, drabanan, and the, rabbanan, the kulah, you don't have to lean on any of the cups. Here the Kabbalah comes along and says, Well, since we have a safik, lachmir, lean on all the cups. That goes against the rule of how we usually deal with safikot with Rabbanan. So Daran asks this question. And Daran answers two answers. One answer he says, because it's easy. When do we say Kula? when you're burdening somebody to do something that might be a little difficult. It's, eh, go lean you. it's only Rabbanan. Here, what do we tell the guy? To eat ba seba, what does it cost you? It's an easy item. Therefore, in a case where there's no much, there's no we'll even tell you sefikta rabanan because it's easy. Another interpretation is like this: by saying sefikta rabanan over here, what is the sefikta raban going to tell you? Which kosot are you not going to lean on? Well, it's going to come out none of them. Because what are you going to say? The first two cups, well, the first two cups you have a sabfik to the banan, don't lean. And the second two cups lean, why? second two cups also sefik to the banan, don't lean on those also. By saying sabfik to the banan over here, you're going to uproot the entire deening, deen of? A <inaudible> <inaudible> Oh, so you'll come along and say, fine, so lean on two of them. Yeah, but why, why should you lean on the first two, more on the last two, or on the last two, more on the first two? Which is, it's an equal sabfik. So therefore, since we have no options, you have to lean on all four. Because, again, either the option is, don't do it at all. You can't say, don't do it at all. You put it mitzvah of al Two out of four. Two out of four, which two are you going to do? Why should you do the first two more than the rest two or the opposite? Both is equal to Therefore, he says, since you have no way out, you have to do all four. Now, it is also interesting to point out that Maran and the Shohan Aruch holds that if somebody uh, drank the al even one of them, without haseba, he has to be hozir. He has to go back, meaning, Jeez, that's how far it goes. Now, the uh, brings down from Rav Hida, and Rav Hida holds that if somebody uh, did not lean during one of the Arba Khosur, he does not have to go back. And what's his rationale? Well, based on this Gimara, since the whole Deen, I, let's say, Drank the, the first course. This is sefik that I had to if I had to lean in the first case. So I don't even know if this is the course that's Hayab and haseba So sefik what sefik that this course did not need haseba in the first place. Then he goes on to say, and even if you want to say that no, this course needs haseba. There's a famous shita of the Ravaya. The Ramayah holds that there's no haseba bezmanazir. What is a seba an item? When that was the way they used to eat. The therefore is considered a diri khairut. But today, since that's not the normal way of us eating, we sit in chairs or whatever it is, therefore, he says today a seba is not an issue. So I can say, sefik that you need a seba. But even in the sun that you need a seba, Safiq that in a seba. So therefore you have a Safiq Safiq especially in the banan. So therefore, he holds, you don't have to. It should be pointed out, He does not take the Sehidah, he takes Maran, and holds that you would have to go back in any event. We don't make civic Court in this case, he says, and therefore you have to follow Maran and go back. But those are the uh, opinions. Now, when we say, you have to make a seba. Let's look at the Tosafot. Kulo hu seba. seba shetiyah. Okay, the Arba Kosot You need the seba, the time of the shetiyah. What is Tosafot coming to exclude? There are opinions that hold they that have to make the seba throughout the whole procedure, which means the course of the haggadah to the whole haggadah. You have to make a seba. He's saying no, no, no. The cost, when we say it's only at the time of the drinking. (laughs) Uh, So Tosfot brings this effect that we just discussed. If a person did not lean, would he have to go back? We just learned between the third and fourth cup, you're not supposed to drink. So Tosfot has another dilemma. If a person did not lean in the third cup, Maybe we shouldn't. Even if you want to say in the first two cups, if you didn't lean, you have to go back. Could be on the third cup. Could be we'll be more lenient because we don't want it to drink between the third and the fourth. That is Tosfot's dilemma. Look at the Tosfot before that. hava right? hava. One of the sides of the Gemara was the second two cups. So you don't have to lean. What was? Was what does it mean? Already we're free from that gadah, which means we already we experienced freedom already. It's over. What do you mean? The matzah is after the two kosot, and still we lean. My uh, dava We're free already. So no. Tosfot says. my dava. Shani matza she seuda yoter first the ikar of the seuda is matzah and therefore we'll be a little more uh, strict in the matzah than we are on the yayin The yain yeah, it was okay. We mentioned herut already. You don't have to lean. But the it up to say that said that is the matzah, and therefore it will demand herut. The odd, And furthermore, on yayin, you did some heseba. On matzah, this is the first encounter eating the matzah. So therefore you have to lean. When you say the seven of my, the hava, on something that you leaned already on. You lean there already on you are covered. But a matzah that I didn't lean at all. I'm not gonna say the sebara. The Shekituba Torah Zechil Shelo besekam The Torah clearly says that matzah is a hero item. Why? Because we left Egypt so quickly that the matzah, the dough that was on their shoulders, did not have an ability to rise. So it makes sense that you have to make a hesebah. When the Torah clearly tells you, that that's the reason. Well, but even though it's obviously poor men, poor man's bread, Yesh nooklat dereg chirut. Now to see those in another halakha, that when we say matzah needs a sebah, it's the two matzot. It's the matzav de Mitzvah. meaning when you say al matzah, and the afikoman, that is eaten at the end of the sauda So for both, hasseba is mandatory. Comes the gamaran continues. Perakdan, la sheme Somebody that is sitting or lying, perakdan, <laughs> <laughs> that is not considered a hasseba. What is perakdan? <laughs> <laughs> rajbam ke la peh ma'la ala al meaning he's lying down on his back such a reclining is not a seba tosfot perakdan panav le ma'la ve lo panav le he also says panav le ma'la and not like the opinions that wanted to say panav le that he's lying on his Stomach. The person doesn't usually eat in that position. person doesn't usually eat in that position. Fine. Comes the Gebaran, continues. Hasebat yamin, la shemeh haseba. Leaning on the right side is also not considered haseba doesn't say says, Because a person, the majority of people, are righties. They with their <clears throat> right hand. Now if a person is going to lean on his right side, it becomes uncomfortable for him to eat. When he leans on his left, so his right hand is free to extend it and eat it comfortably. So the reason why he's telling you a sabbat yameen is no good, because that's not the you need your hands to have uh, the mobility to eat. So, lefty goes the other. Oh, so according to this reason, that a lefty would lean on the uh, right side. Exactly. But the Geburah says... Mm-hmm. But there's another reason as well. Shemme mm-hmm. Now we're concerned that if a person leans on his right side, the food will go down the wrong pipe. There's two pipes. You have the uh, windpipe and you have the <coughs> esophagus. And therefore, we're worried that the food is going to go down the windpipe. Therefore, chas Shalom it could be sakana. So therefore, and what? When you lean on the right, the flap of the windpipe opens up, and there's a chance that the food will go down. Therefore, sakana. And therefore, lean on the left. Now, once you're saying that reason of sakana, that means even a lefty, who, even though it's more comfortable for him to lean on his right, but once you're introducing the sakana factor, so even a lefty would have to lean on his left side. Let's read the Rajbam. Now that's the way we explained it. That this Inyan of Shema Yagdim is talking about someone that's leaning on his uh, right side. The Inyan of Shema Kaneh That the uh, food will go down the Kaneh uh, Kaneh the, 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 the pipe the, the, the windpipe instead of the and the food pipe. Now, Najbam has an interesting learning over here. Shema Yagdim Kae. He learns that this Anyan of Shema Yagdim is going back on the case of Peragdan. That the guy is lying down on his back eating. Shohala Since he's lying back and his neck is extended backwards. So the opening of the Kaneh is opened, or mit kapil lemarla, pochet and it causes the the windpipe, or I guess the trachea they call it, it causes it to protrude up, and the food will go down there. That's the way that she understood. That she understood the anyan of shema yagdim is not on the lefty righty, it's on the piragdan, the kasheli. Amai lo semicha lehay, velo asebat yamin. So Rishbam asked his grandfather. He said, "If this anyan of Shema Yigdim was Inyan of Peragdan, why did he put it next to Sebat Yamin? It should have said Piragdan Lo Yatsa. Uh, Shema Yigdim Kana How come it brought Peragdan Lo Yatsa? And then it brings me Hasebat Yamin Lo Yatsa. Then it brings me Shema Yigdim Kana Leveshit. Either the Shema Yigdim must be going on, The enyan of the, leaning on your right side." Uh, nothing to do with the flap uh, opening or it protruding up. The reality is that the veshit is on the right side. When you go to the right side, so it opens the veshit that's on that side. The im or the kane, I'm sorry, that's on that side. <laughs> so the Hashbam says It's going on yamin Comes again and continues Isha Barla, A lady sitting in front of her husband Lo <laughs> She does not have to lean why? The Brahm says because of the fear that she has of her husband. <laughs> She's subservient to him. <laughs> the Shailto gives a different reason. It's not the derech for ladies all year round. They don't uh, lean anyway. She's that's not their way of eating. So therefore either it's cause emat ba'la or koshtam. That's big Nafkamina. Nafkamina uh, if they're not in front of their husbands. If you say that it's a nyad of emat ba'la, it's only in front of their husbands. If you say, no, it's not the day of ladies to lean bichlal. That means, even if they're not in front of their husbands. In any event, just, if she's considered she's an important uh, lady, then already she needs a Which means, she's a hashuvah that she leans, let's say, all year, or uh, a husband, uh... She doesn't have that uh, uh, emak, because she, she herself is khashuvah She does not have to lean. Comes the mefarsh in the Rosh I'll just read you uh, the Rosh, what he says here <laughs> Comes Rajbam, of Emad Ba'la, Almana Vigirusha Haseba to Rajbam's reason, Emat Ba'la, so if she's divorced or she's a widow, she would have to Lean. If she entered the high katab, the lad that its not the way for ladies to lean. If he's a, a finu almanagru shana meh, but isha hashuvah or halamizgah. When the Gemara says oh, it's her way to lean all year round. Therefore, she would lean on Pesach itself. Comes Gemara says ben etzel abiv, a son sitting in front of his father, ba'e haseba. He has to lean. Why? So Raja uh, says De havei kol kach Because the son is not as subservient to the father as the wife is And furthermore, could be the father is the son Right? The father is uh, not so particular on What's the inyan over here? Of leaning in front of your father, it's not respectful You're sitting in front of your father, you have to sit with fear to start leading in front of the father it might be disrespectful. The Gemara says, no, either that the son doesn't have that relationship with the father, like the wife does, therefore, it's not a problem. So the Gemara has a question. We solve the lady. And we solve the son. Now the Gemara says, Talmid etz rabo mai. What about a student that's sitting in front of his rabbi? Does he have to lean or not? Tashema, come and... Listen. Come in here. Yeah. De Amar Abayya. Abayya said, "Ki avinan be Mor. We were in the house of Mor. That's Rabah Zaginan abirke da da da. We would lean on each other's knees, <laughs> which means all the Talmidim were leaning on each other. Ki <laughs> in front of Rabah So you see that the other Talmid leaned in front of Rava. Ki atinan lebe Rabi Yosef. When we got in front of Rabi Yosef, we had the seder there." You don't have to. Why? So the fear of your rabbi is like the fear of heaven. And therefore, in front of a rab, you don't lean. Three lines on the bottom. Everybody was leaning on each other's knees. Rabbah was Rosh shi'va before Rabbi Yosef mm-hmm. So after the demise of Rabbah They went to Rabbi Yosef so Since we have a Pasuk that compares The fear of heaven and the fear of rabbis So therefore Rabbi Yosef said You don't have to So comes Kabbalah says We have a question Adam In front of everybody and with everybody a person has to uh-huh. So you see, against Rabbi Yosef You just told me Rabbi Yosef was saying what? You don't mean Here the writers clearly say Everybody leans, even a student in front of the rabbi that's talking about an apprentice in front of his teacher. For example, a carpenter that's teaching a student that the apprenticeship of carpentry. carpentry. So the, the student in front of the man doesn't mean a rav of Torah and a tamid of Torah means a student of the carpentry in front of his uh, in front of his teacher that type of uh, teacher you're allowed to lean in front of a, a rabbi no comes the bottom tosfot. Oh, that's how you have a double right his father who is rabbi. his rabbi? Right. Now we said, "For the father, it's okay. For the rabbi, no." Name in sarich, you don't need. De lo gara mirabu acher. Why should just because he's father should it be worse than a, another rabbi? Now, sonyan of Torah, miu setam av melamed lebnor Torah. Stav the father does teach his son Torah. Why does the son fear his father more than his mother? Because the father teaches the son Torah. So therefore there's a certain reverence that the son has for the father. So therefore you see it could be as different. could be when it comes to a father, even though he teaches Torah, doesn't matter. A father always, you lean in front of him. What's the logic? So the father could be Muhail, his son. So therefore Tosfat is grappling between these two. She taught that the father is also the rabbi. What she thought will say uh, the rabbi side of it overpowers. Some say no. Every father is a rabbi of his, of his child. And, the and still you say what? that's <laughs> it. Now the Mefarshim do point out that when it said uh, Rabbi Yosef told the students that you don't have to lean, he says over here in the Mordechi muvak. He knows, even if it's not your uh, main rabbi that you learned all your Torah from, If you tell me that it's only rab muvak, so why did the Gemara have to answer shuliyad uh, de negre? Why did the Gemara have to say that the student can uh, in front of his rabbi just answer? Rabbi rabbi. The fact that you went to shuliyad de negre it masked from the Gemara that even any. Really. Rabbi that taught you Torah One should not lean In front of him Comes the Gemara continues Gemara says Tashema Three lines from the bottom I'm sorry Shamosh may. Shamosh is the waiter He's serving them during the So the question is Does he have to lean? Uh, so clearly it says the Shamash that ate a when he was leaning, he fulfilled his obligation. Mesevi Lo Mesev what but if he was not no. Mm-hmm. Shma, minna Shma minna. Yeah, You learn proof positive that he needs haseba. The point out. Meaning, his is going to be that he has to repeat. Comes Gemaran says. Ladies are obligated to drink Darba Kosot. Why? They were also part of the miracle of Yesia Misraim. Not only were they part of the miracle, but they were the of the miracle. That it was in the zechut of the righteous ladies that we came out of Islam. Mm-hmm. Which means the ladies are obligated in Purim as well. to esther. Why? Because the whole miracle happened by a lady. Esther amalka. As well as Hanukkah, the story of Yehudit. And therefore, the ladies are obligated also in Nirot Hanukkah. Now, why would I think that the ladies are exempt? So Tosfot says, mm-hmm. Because this is a by time. Mm-hmm. Even though these four kusod, See Mitzvah Banan. But the rabbis established a rabbinical law with the same rules as <laughs> Torah law. And since the Torah law mitzvah is bound by time, ladies are generally mm-hmm. peturot. So I would have thought that Alba as well, ladies are peturot. So the step of Afida Yubat comes and brings the ladies back into the Hayuv. Comes the Gemaran says, I'm out of you Actually we can do the uh, second to sword Hayu Berotu Anes, Pirush Lashbam, Shal Yadam Nigalu. Right. Because of the ladies we were redeemed. B'shul Khashim Tzadkaniot, Vechein MeMegila AYedeh Esther. Hanukkah Al Yedeh Yehudit. VeKaseh De'af Mashma She'enan Ekar. Right. The word af does not fit in with this interpretation. Af means the even the ladies. According to Lashbam, it's certainly the ladies. What's the af? They all the They were part of the same sefiq. Now what is sefik? The same fate or the same doubt. de Now that's what it means. Which means they were also, for example, in Purim, they were also part of the Gizira. Haman wanted to kill the ladies also. What you're saying there, you can explain the same thing by uh, they were also part of the uh, slavery And they also came out A lot Of redemption And therefore uh, they're also Not that they're the Ikar But they also like the men oh, What do you mean? Ladies are exempt from Sitting in the Sukkah. Okay. Now okay. Do we know that there was a miracle when the Jewish people came out of Egypt? Either you want to say there was Ananekavod, there was clouds of glory that hovered over Kla Israel, or you want to say that what? That they sat in Sukkot Mamash. But bottom line, the ladies also benefited from this item. So therefore why are you telling me they'd be exempt from Sukkah? Hatam Deoraita. So when it comes to mitzvah, I say deoraita to sit in sukkah. Then already I tell you mitzvah to sit as man gerama. That already have a regular rule that's standing. Aval barbak or sudin abbanan teknu gamdan hashim kevan shayu beotu anes, which means on a deoraita we're not going to obligate them on a deoraita because of the sevara of kevan shayu beotu anes to mechayev them in a doraita of sukkah, the sivara of, sheaf uh, shireyubo toanes, is not short sure to give them on a doraita, But on an item that's only made banan, so this has the ability to mm-hmm. them. So that's the difference between Sukkah which is only, there is no D-Rabbaran Sukkah is the oraita. So either you are getting to be Hayav the Urayta or not It's very close to learning So therefore The Mehayav the Urayta The S-S-M-R-A-F-N-A-Y-U Not strong enough Now you can argue and say All right, mechayev them at least But the rb is in the Sukkah No, once already its root is the Urayta It's going to be Here in essence the whole thing is d so, to mehayev a person in the Rabbanan, in essence, so you don't need such a strong, uh, sevarah. Once you have already have, afanari batu already can mehayev them in the rabbinical level. Because the whole thing is Rabbanan. Comes the Egemanan continues. Top line. Amar Amar Shemuel. Arba'a kosot Halalu. these four cups that we're talking about, sarish kedem zigat kosyafeh. Voh this is a big question what this means mm-hmm. it's telling you how much wine you have to have so it's telling you mm-hmm. now what is mezigat kosyafeh if you remember we learned in nasiqat berakhot mm-hmm. that mezigat kosyafeh is a law that was discussed by the cross of berkatamazon mm-hmm. and the dean said that the Birkat of needs ten different uh, uh... items and one of them was you need Mizigat kosyafeh which means you need a certain shi'ul of wine you have to remember the wine in the olden days was very strong So they used to put a little wine And then they would dilute it And the Gemara says they would dilute it Three to one Meaning one part wine, three pot, water. three pot water So the Gemara is telling us over here That the four kosot You need the shi'ud of mezigat Meaning for the kos of the katamazon How much wine did you have in that kos? Well you would have a, uh, a quarter of the eight. So you have a rova rivi'it Of wine You would fill it up Three pots And therefore that would give you a rivi'it So how much real wine did you have A rova rivi'it A quarter of a rivi'it Now he's telling us over here in this statement At least in Adam we're thinking mm-hmm. That all your four kusot Together All together all you need is a Rova rivi'it that means you're going to split it into a sixteenth of real wine in each kos. Right. Now, that's the Havamina, huh? and the Gibral is going to ask. Now, of course, you would dilute it, and by diluting you would end up with a Rav Araviyait in the kos. That's what the Gibral is thinking now, which is Arba Kosot, the entire four kosot. You only need the shi'ur of Mizigat Kosyafeh. And what's Mizigat Kosyafeh? A Rav Araviyait. So, split a rover eight amongst four so it's the so 16th of the revi'it in each kos. And the Gemara will come back and ask on this from a from a Gemara that uh, you need a rover revi'it in eat every kos. Yeah. Right. The Gemara will ask that. Now, next deen. Shataan hai, if you drink the wine, literally live, meaning undiluted, yatza, yu yutze. The governor will explain. What do you not say over here? Shetam mm-hmm. bevat yatsah or if you drink them back to back, you drink the course of kiddush, then you drink the next three without the uh, Haggadan between and the beketamazon, uh, etc. Yatsa. Yishka mehen the banav beto yatsa, and if after the bala bayit drank, he gave to his family to drink as well. Yatsa. We'll see what this means. Now, the Torah goes back. When we said if you drank the wine live, meaning undiluted, Amaraba, yede-yayin yatsa, yede lo-yatsa. Now, there's two, there's two obligations here in the course of Yain. There's the anyan of drinking the wine, and then there's the anyan of drinking it, derech-herut. Drinking it like a free man. So, if you drink it live, undiluted, you'll, you'll fulfill the obligation of arba-kosot. But you're not going to fulfill it It's not going to be a complete mitzvah Because you're not getting the hirut angle of it Because a free man, he doesn't drink his wine Undiluted, strong. it's too strong He dilutes it, so you get a mitzvah But it's not complete, you get the yayin Side of it, but you don't get the hirut side of it Now, if you drink them Back to back You'll fulfill your obligation of wine but you're not going to fulfill your obligation of arba kosot Oh, so what's this obligation of wine? There's a mitzvah on Yom Tov to have wine during the shavuotah. Mm-hmm. So therefore, at least by you, you, you did drink wine on the, on the night of the seder. So you yayin but you did not fulfill your obligation at all of arba kosot because the arba kosut have to be ala seder. So the yai yayin yatsa over here is different than the first time. Yai yayin yatsa over here means yai in have some hot Yom Tov. At least you drank wine. Oh, if you gave some to your family you say, What does this mean? Hmm. But it's talking about where you drank Rav Kos Now, what is this talking about? If the Gavara means Rav Kos over here They have to drink the majority of the Kos So the Baal Abai drank Rav Kos only one person can drink it of course. Mm-hmm. Once he gives it to his family, well, they cannot good. drink it of course. Mm-hmm. So how can they get what I say? That if you gave it to your family, they're also your so long as they drink it of course. Mm-hmm. So it comes to Tosafot and says, de Tosafot is very important. He learns that a rov course doesn't mean uh, a <laughs> rov of the course itself. It just means a cheekful. Mm-hmm. <speaking Spanish> So now we understand, if all you have to drink is a Melo Lugmav, the reason why they say Melo Lugmav because usually in the cup, if you drink Melo Lugmav, it's going to be the of a normal course. But in this case, what we have to say, that what? You have a big cup that has a couple of Melo Lugmav. So therefore, the first guy drank Melo Lugmav. You give it to B'nei Beto They also drink Melo Lugma. They'll also be ah. Yoseh So that's what it means to give it, you can give it to you So uh, to, to the uh, Tosfot very important Shita holds That the Hayuv of Arbakosot is like the Hayuv of Kiddush Just like we learned on yesterday's daf mm-hmm. The Hayuv of Kiddush is also Melo Lugmaav So too the Hayuv of Arba is Melo Lugmaav Other Shoni want to say no The Hayuv of Arba is indeed more, more. Because the Hayuvah of Kiddush is not a deen in the drinking. It's a deen you have to have a course when you're saying the Kiddush. So therefore you can drink less. You're only drinking because yeah, you <laughs> made Vodipi <inaudible> Agafin, so you got to drink something. Here the mitzvah itself is the what? The drinking. What? The whole deen is alba <inaudible> kosotav of yayin. So I want to say that what? You have, you have to drink a rov-kos. Meaning you have to drink more than the prescribed prescription for uh, Kiddush. And then he comes together and says Meti there. The Gabriel has a question. arba <inaudible> kosotalalu. These four kosot, You have to have in them the shi'ud of a Now, the governor will explain what this means. Ehad whether you drink the wine live, gotta have a eight, meaning straight up. mazuk, or whether you dilute it, three to one, at the end you have to have a rivi'it. Ehad hadash, whether you're drinking new wine or whether you're drinking old wine. Now what's the difference between new wine and old wine? So the, uh, the Rashbam says, The Rashbam learns in his first explanation that old wine is weaker. And I do just, even the weak wine, you're okay. Or he learns the other way. That the Hadash is uh, less... Potent and the yain yashan is stronger. The Tosfot prefers that opinion. Look at Tosfot, echad hadash, the echad yashan. Piresh Piresh pirish the yashan adif Hu akar. the opinion that Rabam brought down that the old wine is better. That's the opinion. Why kedam l'inan in Megillah? Ula'abiv shalach kazot. Says that Yosef sent Yaakov abinu yain yashan. Why? Sheroa zakenim nohaya menu. Because the elders, they get uh, peace of mind from old wine. فَأَمْنِينَا uh, That these things over here, especially wine, when they're aged, they yeah, become better. better. Now, comes the Gemaran uh, says, جُبِي يَهُدَى أُمَرْ سَرِيكْ شِيَ Maybe that comes with another thing. The wine that you're Yudhsar because has to have Number one, ta'am, has to have the taste of wine, and also has to have but meaning it has to be red. Now, according to Najbam, huh. He says, new wine is no good, and old wine is no good. Uh, has to be normal somewhere in the, in the middle. That's considered ta'am yain. The ta'am of hadash and Yashan are not uh, considered the ta'am. Hello, what do you need? You need also color. What is color? As we're going to see in the Gemara, the color is red. Now, comes the Gemara and asks the question, Katari partial quotation from the Blaita. Ah, uh, mashmah, that in each course you got to get to a leviit. Which means what? You have a rova a revi'it of wine in each cup, and with the dilution, you'll have a revi'it. And you just told me, Kedem is he got kos was mashma for the entire full kusot. Kabbalah says the atamar kos am re'iti v'iti had shorao. It's the same shiur. Meaning, my kedem isigad kosh yafe de kaamar. They're had ve had. When we said kedem isigad kosh, we didn't mean for all four. We meant each kosh has to have the shiur of kedem isigad kosh yafe. They have itu kula kulehu de v'yid. That means each one has to have a v'yid in totality. But if you have it, I mean, if you eat it totally, then no. It means you have one, used to, right, it used I to be a sixteenth of real wine in each one. Now we're coming along. Because we is? thought, means on all four, Come on. you have to have the amount that's in a kos mm. And mm. Now in kos mm. a rova mm. ha mm. Split that into four, it's a sixteenth. Mm. Mm. well. no. When it says, Kedemizhigat kos yafei, it means for each kos. It's got to be Kedemizhigat kos That means what? In each kos have a rova reviit What the dilution of three to one, you mm-hmm. will end up with a revi'it. And that's the deen That you have a minimum of a Now today our wines are uh, Are diluted already meaning They're not as hazak, And therefore they do not demand The dilution that was necessary At the times of the gemara It's already pre-diluted Correct, our wine itself is not as strong And therefore it's was only in Bizmanahem When the wine was undrinkable It was very powerful to potent Continue Nabi Huudah says you have to have what? Ta'am and mar'eh What does that mean? Taste and appearance Ama Rabah, my ta'amad, and Nabi Huudah Teghative <laughs> al tere ki yit ad Now, what does this pasuk teach us? she says, Al-tahmod <laughs> li-yot-ra-gil-bo Shalva Melech is warning us Don't get used to uh, indulging in drinking wine ki yit ad which means, it's uh, telling you that the uh, red, redness of the wine, you're going to get uh, drawn into it. A good wine. You're going to see the red wine, and you want to get drawn after it. So you see what? That wine has a color. What's the color? Right. Red. But Don't get drunk. Now why is the guy going to want to get drunk? Because obviously it has a ta'am. It has a taste, it has a, uh, a certain uh, uh, a potency to it So therefore, you see that Ya'i yeah, needs a color and a certain potency towards it Everybody in the four Even the kids, even the tinoquot What does that mean? What, what benefit does the tinokot have? there's two ways of understanding the Beirudah. The Beirudah understood that we're talking about Tinukot that did not reach the age of Henuch. That <laughs> we know it. Uh, Tinukot did does not reach the age of Henuch. So what's the Torah There's no mitzvah to give Henuch on a baby. So therefore, us that he understood that you have to give the wine to the Tinukot This what Look at the bottom. Ashbam Others explain no. That really, we're talking about Tinukot you know, that reached the age of Hanukkah. Oh, now we understand the rabbi's opinion. The rabbi's are about to say, Tinukkot, you gotta give them more wine because uh, they, they reached the age. Mm-hmm. So they like, do come coming up and saying, meaning, the children don't have appreciation of wine. I mean, what's the name of wine? They're Wait, right, a kid understands what wine is? A kid, the uh, wine is not... Even if he reaches the age of Hanukh, it defies no purpose, purpose of the Mitzvah. The purpose of the result is to get something that he feels behairut. Yeah, and an adult appreciates the uh, the wine. Since the Ma'aluk, the Rishonim exactly is it a Giyal Ya'anukh or not? Also, uh, what do you do to the kids? Ela mehalekin na'eim taluyot ve'egozim ve'irif pesach. So he says, I mean, before they said it, the custom he says is to give them kalyota and egozim. Kaluta does not say dry roasted uh, kernels and egozim would be nuts. Now, why? We'll see now. Yishnu. We don't want them to go to sleep. The Yish And what? They'll ask questions. Amnu alav on Abi Akiva shayam mehalek kaliyot ve'goziru tenokot be'ele Pesach kedeh shelo yishnu So the children do not go to sleep. Let's read the Lashbam. Kaliyot kale mehitim yishanim Which means you have to take from the old kernels. Lashbam goes into a side point over here. Because on the first night of Pesach you cannot eat from the new Grains, because you didn't bring the Korban Olmeri until the second day of Pesach. He's giving you a sample. When you give the kids the uh, the wheat, make sure it's Yashan. You can't give them Hadash. kale mehitim Yishanim. The Hadash asur Adain Balad LaRishon Chol Pesach. Umekomot <laughs> <laughs> Yesh Besfarad. toaster <laughs> Not toasted. not toasted. The, the, the wheat. is uh, not Hametz. You so make sure that uh, it doesn't become uh, in contact with water. Umekomot Yesh Besfarad. Shemeyabeshin Yeshinim be al gabe'a'ud. says the customers in, in Spain, they would take the uh, skillet and they would put the hitim uh, and roast them on there. They or egozim, and they would eat it with uh, nuts. They I mean, would either as a before the he's just trying to show you that these kalyot we're talking about is from old uh, old kernels. I fine. Now, what's the logic of this minhag um, over here by giving the children kalyot and egozim? The gebara says. So they won't go to sleep, obviously they're not going to go to sleep because they're enjoying the, yeah. it's like a candy for them, they're enjoying the, you know, the, the treat, we'll call it, and they're going to ask. What are they going to ask? So the, the uh, understanding of the rishonim is that they're going to now be aroused to ask questions, That what are we doing over here? We never get uh, treats like this before the sauda and from there it aroused the curiosity to start asking on? on the Sadr itself. So to pique the curiosity of the child, we do something different for them, and therefore that's what Rabbi Akiva says. They don't give them wine. Wine is not going to be beneficial. Either they're too young, or they don't understand what wine is. To them, it's not a. They're we they give them these items, So he says over here in the um, the over here. I'll we'll just conclude with this. The which means, according to this understanding, they're not going to ask about the sender They're just going to ask about why they're getting okay. treats. And from there is the segue to come in and say, Oh, tonight is a special love. Which is by getting the treats, not going to ask about... Uh, to say that. <laughs> They're Why are we getting treats over here? Oh, then we say, oh, tonight is special night. We were in the slime, We came out. So that's the in to get the kids to be curious. amen.